what the fuck? What's up, Bottom Nation? Happy Monday, Bottom Nation. This is an AM recording, if you can't tell. I feel like you guys can tell. But really fun comedian this week. Big up-and-comer in the comedy scene. He's open for me in L.A. Um, everyone I know who sees him is obsessed with him. Like, fully in love. Um, we have Nico Carney. He just was on introducing uh, with Netflix. They're like picks for the next big up-and-coming comedians. And today on this podcast, he talks about being a trans male comedian and sort of like appealing to straight men with his comedy or cis straight men with his comedy. But also, he has this hilarious story about meeting a woman at a bar and the woman's partner starts flirting with him heavily and he gets in sort of a weird situation. It's a very funny, classic WHS story. I think you're really, really going to like it. And then, you know, as always, plug in the tour dates. We're adding a lot right now. We're going to start doing theaters. I'm taping my special. My The Patreon is funding the special at Fonz's Podcast. Go check it out. It's a, it's a dollar a month. No one's doing that. They literally, Patreon literally says, don't, are you sure you want to do this? And I said, yes, I want to keep it cheap because I know a lot of you guys want to contribute, but you don't have a ton of money and $1 is a good option, okay? Patreon.com slash WHGS. Was that too negative? Keep this in. (laughs) I think it was fine. Okay. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix, and you can too if you go over and take their little quiz, their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you, and you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. There was this one person who was like a masked lesbian. It was like my only like sort of acquaintance in this scene. So I walk in, I see this uh, kiosk sitting with a woman and it's kiosk's girlfriend who is also named kiosk. (laughs) (laughs) Mask kiosk goes to the bathroom and then I feel something on my foot and she's playing footsie with me under the table while her partner is in the bathroom. Oh my and god. And I was like, You're okay. Cucking. I start to like, like just shit. I'm like, okay, I gotta like move my <laughs> legs. I'm like. <laughs> um, okay, we're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having great sex with great sex. Freudian slip. <laughs> I just, I just, Freudian slip. I just hit on you fully. <laughs> I'm straight now. Um, we're having gay sex with Nico Carney today. Very quick, very quick into the intro. Look, look how quick I did it. I know. Usually we take like 15 minutes. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the pod. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what order this is coming out in, but Maddie, Maddie is our is our new uh in the cancel hot seat keeping me from getting canceled our virgin hall monitor our little Hello. dweeby dweeb <laughs> over there just no. gay fucking virgin 
Look yeah. at you, you virgin. Are you into the roasty relationship that we're developing? Me? Or, yeah. Oh, 100%. I just need to. I feel like yeah. it's funnier if I play into it, but know that I'm not being held hostage. Uh, and <laughs> look right into the camera when you say that. <laughs> no, I'm Blinking very into in it. full and Morse code, which it'll... you would know, virgin. Um, <laughs> only a fucking virgin would be able to blink more. I'm kidding. This is really. No, Listener, it's my favorite if you're thing. you are a virgin, everyone in their own time. Mm hmm. And but if you are a virgin, you're not on the wrong path if you're like picking up fun little hobbies. You no, know what no. I mean? Of course. Like if you are learning Morse code, it's like, yeah, use the time to do something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Productive really well. with, <laughs> with your virginity. Yeah. You're not a fucking virgin, are you? No. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not a virgin. I'm a gay virgin. You're a gay virgin. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. So for me, it's, yeah. yeah. In all ways that it counts. Yeah. 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 Um, but thank you for being here. You just did Netflix's, uh, their equivalent of New Face, Introducing. Yeah. Introducing, yeah. It's a it's Netflix's, like, up-and-coming comedian yeah. selection thing. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's very, a huge fucking deal. Cool. It is and a very, very big cool. deal. Yeah, and, very cool. and you are on their YouTube. Your set was so good, too. Thank you. Yeah, I'm on their YouTube. Yep. You are just the nicest person I've ever met in my life. I mean life. it. I want... It's a good set. No, Thank no. You. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm always blown away by your kindness, your genuine, genuine kindness. Oh, thank Maddie's you. like the nicest Maddie person oh, I yeah. ever, I've ever met in my life. It was so nice. Thank I you. Feel, now I feel bad. Because I know you're being nice because you were mean to me before, but you can just be mean. It's okay. <laughs> no, I, I like that people, I want people to know this about you because I feel it's so core to your personality. I do want to bring it to the character. That's so Like nice. if I'm the high school bully. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. I clearly am. <laughs> and I'm bullying you. I want the people at home to know that we also have this weird relationship where maybe when I'm not bullying you, you're just super nice to me for some reason. <laughs> it's like, Do you know what I'm talking about? Eeyore, he's like, sometimes there's a rain cloud, but you still gotta love your friends. Like, <laughs> like positive. Okay, that did not, that joke did not land. What is that from? For Eeyore from Winnie oh, the Pooh. Eeyore. An e a sick Eeyore reference from the Virgin. Poopy, do we have a boo button? Yeah, oh my God. Boo. boo yourself. Boo yourself. I'm boo not clicking it. Right there. You boo yourself. Somebody is getting off to this so hard. It's like hitting so many boxes. I do think, not to, we have Nico here. That's a, a very big deal. And you're here. We never talk about your Comedy Central set, but you've got your Comedy Central. I have fucking, fucking great. I have nothing. Oh, Just to be clear, I have absolutely nothing. Nothing. Just a void of <laughs> Just of so much pussy. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Not even that though. Not even that. But I do think, I do think that sometimes the audience does come to my shows specifically to hear me yell in a very, in a way that I, I do feel a little objectified and fetishized. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. They're like, as a dom. Yeah, it's probably like a Craigslist thing that's like, if you want to get fucking yelled at, go to Sunday school every <laughs> Sunday at 8. I'm constantly posting, I did not write this. Yeah. <laughs> this is not my doing. Yeah. Of someone in the new, yeah, please actually write that on Craigslist. I would love to see that's that, so funny. that post not written by that's me. That's how you, <laughs> you're going to get a lot of straight dudes in the audience. And yeah. It's going <laughs> to expand no, the honestly, viewership. Honestly, that would be great. I would love to diversify the audience a little bit. <laughs> and if that's how I have to do it, if I have to be like lesbian dominatrix for men at Sunday school. Oh man, good banter. And also I'm just super excited to see the comment section. I probably make Nico really uncomfortable. So you've opened for me a few times. Yeah. And I probably make Nico deeply uncomfortable because every time I get a moment alone with Nico, I'm like, why aren't you thirst trapping on TikTok? <laughs> and it's not for me, I promise. Ashley's like, not even clips. Just take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. Dude, you probably Wim could like blow up. That's yeah, crazy. women 
love you in a way <laughs> that like, you know, I've booked a lot of attractive queer comedians on my show or whatever. And the slide ins that I get about you specifically are borderline inappropriate. <laughs> they're, they're like people message me and I'm like, who the fuck was that first comedian? I want to suck him off right now. Like people, <laughs> people like are really, they are obsessed with you. All right. So you- I don't understand as a businesswoman, I'm like, you're <laughs> not tapping into this, this obvious vein for revenue. <sighs> yeah, probably. I don't know. I get nervous about the internet. The internet makes I don't know. There's a there's a mixture but of TikTok nice and mean is pretty safe. Yeah, that's true. I understand. I understand the transphobia. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna explain how I understand transphobia because whenever we have trans guests on the podcast, sp- mo- mostly with the trans women that we have on the podcast, but sometimes the trans men too. Mm. Whenever we have trans people on the podcast, the YouTube comments are some of the most heinous, disgusting things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, when I posted when my uh, Netflix clip went up, I made the mistake. They like put it out at like 11 p.m. Pacific time, which is like 2 a.m. Eastern. And I was still up. So I looked at it and anybody who's up, you were at still two, up. You're yeah. counting the minutes. Oh, literally. I'm like, this live. is going to go out. I can't wait to watch. And then yeah, yeah, it, yeah. like and then the minute it went out, it was just like anybody who's up at 2 a.m. Eastern time on the YouTube Netflix channel. <laughs> not a <Yeah>. good person. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a notification for every time stand up comedy videos yeah. come out is not. The- yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like not exactly a trans ally, probably. So it was just some of the worst shit I've ever read, and I was like, yeah. well, I'm just not gonna read comments anymore." It's so it's so bad. Lately, I've been putting a lot of my stuff on YouTube because I'm gonna film a special for YouTube. Patreon.com/slash/whds. Please go fund it. It's gonna cost like fifty grand. So just go give us yeah. money. Um, yeah. Anyway, but uh, every time when whenever we have a guest, I it is. You know, I get the women aren't funny and there's some homophobia. Yeah. And maybe because I'm used to the homophobia, it doesn't strike me the same way. But the transphobia is just some of the most violent language I've ever seen on the Internet. Yeah, it's and fucked. they will even talk about these people who insist that they're not inciting violence like Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. like that. You know, go- yeah. Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson or whatever, that guy from yeah. Canada. All those guys will say, oh, I'm just saying this. Like, what does it? what does it do and then you'll see these comments and you're like literally quoting them or referring to these guys and you're like it's right there yeah these guys are literally they're all riling each other up you're the you're the ringleader around it's like if you are one of those guys too like you have a social obligation to like recognize how people are interpreting your words and then like in just adjust what you're saying to like reduce the harm of it you know what i mean like you're lead like you know what you're doing yeah yeah. Totally. Also, one time on a YouTube comment, somebody told me I was a pig who should eat cum out of a trough. Whoa! So <laughs> and the I internet get, is just a bad place. And I get I get paid to say that to people. Just, by the way, yeah, that was actually the one where Ashley asked me to come on the podcast, and uh, <laughs> that's how I you like being straight so much. I was going to say that's a creative writer right there. That is a descriptive language. <laughs> Some of them are funny, but anyway, yeah. how, I don't know. How's your day? How's your week going? My week's pretty good. I'm happy it's not so fucking hot anymore. I, like I know it's, it's actually quite better. nice. Yeah, I had a dream last night that somebody was like, "It's fall," and I was like, "Is my like subconscious manifesting right now?" <laughs> um, but I've been good. I've been hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Are you having a good week, Maddie? I've been having a pretty good week. I've been adjusting my sleep schedule. <laughs> I just sometimes I go through cycles where I accidentally get nocturnal, and then I'm like, yeah. "Oh fuck!" Yeah. And then I'm trying to. Maddie, I don't it. think we've done enough about you. I want people to know that you have an emotional support rabbit. 
I do. Yeah. That's one thing about you I, that I think it's people... It's more virginal by the second. I do have an emotional support <laughs> rabbit. You're a great rug tufter. You do rug tuft... You have tuftapalooza on Instagram. I do. I make custom rugs. I don't know that. If you're going to be here a while, the people really need a full picture of who you are. Okay. Yeah. I grew up in North Carolina. I was on a synchronized ice skating team for many years. We talked about that on the... <laughs> On, which is truly like one of the most funny things I've ever heard in my entire life. They're synchronized ice skating. Yeah. Oh, I you know remember that? For, I think I listened to your episode of this podcast. Oh, for and real? I oh my God. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's really nice. It's a great podcast. No one ever listens. And oh, I, that's right. You used to. I. This is a fact that I literally. Yeah. So can I, I, if you want this cut, let me know. But I met you before you had transitioned. Yes. And you had been listening to the podcast. Yes. And it's so crazy to me because I do not associate that person with I literally forget yeah. that that person exists well we met also in the capacity of I was like a fan and then we like I kind of re-met as more yeah had you started stand-up you know. when you were listening to the podcast kind of yeah like not really in New York but in um I had started in like Savannah prior to that oh, right on. yeah and then I we're moved both up here southern comedians yeah too. we both yeah. started in the south which is yeah. like a interesting circuit of like because I started in North Carolina yeah and it's like Way know. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to school in North Carolina. We've talked about this, I think. Yeah. The only one I, I never performed there because I wasn't really doing stand up at all in college, but um, the uh, Idiot Box in Greensboro. The best. Jenny yeah. Stencil. She doesn't listen to this. She's a straight woman with kids. But <laughs> well, maybe you never know. Jenny. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of like closeted bi women who listen to this to like exercise their their sexuality because they can't yeah. in their straight marriages. You're saving marriages. I'm not, not, I'm not even Peloton kidding. with this in their headphones. Okay, just like wait. living it out. We have to talk about Peloton. Okay. Because uh, I've started Pelotoning. Wait, no way. And it is the straightest thing about Where me. Is it? No, it's it's in the gym in the building. Oh, okay. I know. Your can voice you did change a little bit can when you, you said that. I am Pelotoning. <laughs> I love. Peloton. No, can you imagine if in this studio apartment we're moving? Patreon.com slash WHGS, please help us pay. We're making so many expansions to this podcast and just the content that I'm putting out in general. And I am just on a prayer being like, it's gonna work. It has to work. It's Alex gonna. is loving hearing this. Yes, your job is secure. But the uh wouldn't it be crazy if I just like had a Peloton wedged into my kitchen? I, I have to sit I'm on it as the chair <laughs> while we're recording. <laughs> Pedal, metabolize, metabolize, <laughs> your virgin. That's you want to get laid or not? Pedal, pedal, turn up the resistance. It turns into just a gay boot camp for me. <laughs> the Peloton powers all this equipment. <laughs> I stop pedaling, the camera starts dimming. <laughs> I can't afford the electric bill anymore. Pedal. <laughs> I'm imagining it like a Murphy bed. It comes out of the wall like this. <laughs> you can fit it. Well, I've been Pelotoning. <laughs> and guys, it is the straightest thing about me. Yeah. It hits home so hard. Nothing has been as gender affirming for me as Peloton. Wait, <laughs> honestly, you could be a Peloton instructor for lesbians because you could just yell at them while they're Peloton. So this Ashley, is you gotta do this. This is the joke that I've been thinking about writing. Gay people, the way gay people are consumed in media is primarily as a coach for their life. True. Gay people come in, they yell at you, and they're either they're they're nice, they're basically saying, right, exactly. There's usually a good cop and a bad cop. Yeah. But someone, they, they bring five men in and they're like, you can't cook, you can't dress, you can't <laughs> talk to women. We're going to fix your whole wardrobe. This house is a mess. That was really homophobic, the voice that I just did. But <laughs> thank you, hall monitor. But you get the point. Yeah. Like that's, that's how we're, and it's the same thing on Peloton. They get a gay guy on the bike and he's just screaming insults at you, basically, peppered in with some motivational talk. It's really like a, it is like kind of dom and subby. 
the yeah. Peloton instructor to the gay Peloton instructor to straight woman relationship. Yeah, it's super interesting. Well, Connor, you guys have both met Connor. Yeah, uh, my like co-work or what's the word I'm looking for? My creative partner and best friend. He is a um uh Pilates instructor. Oh, is he really? And he, the girls love him because he's also a gay oh man God. who yells at them all day. And like they're always taking pictures with him after class and stuff. He is a celebrity. <laughs> he called That's me a little so bitch. Cute. I love him. Yeah, yeah, truly. Like he has them in the palm of his hand. It's yeah. so funny. It's so interesting that most people are bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> most people just want to be screamed at in a, in a kind way. Yeah. It's yeah. really bizarre to me, but I love Peloton. And I, there are times when I cry at the end of Peloton. Wow. Because one- You're inspired? Yeah, because like- <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I think I kind of glossed over that because I didn't <laughs> register because I was like, well, that's not- And then it hit me. You cry after Peloton? So here's what happens. You're doing Peloton and you're in the last thing and they're, they're giving you the motivational- You're in the last climb. You're, they're giving you the motivational talk, mm. right? I can't believe I made my Peloton name the same as all my social media. I'm deeply regretting that's people so finding funny. me on Peloton. But- is there There's, a social aspect? Yeah, you can like, it tells you all oh, this is their 80th ride or it's their birthday, the leaderboards. Although I never do them live, so mm. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But you're doing the ride and then you get to the end and they're like, you know, basically like, don't quit. You, sometimes they'll even make an analogy to real biking. Like you're at the finish line. There's a guy right next to you. Are you going to keep going? Are you going to like win this race or whatever? They and call in, your mom. She says she's proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> and in my you head. FaceTime with your mom pops up on the giant screen. <laughs> yeah. um, in my head, I'm visualizing my Emmy. You know what I mean? In my yeah. head, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm thinking about my comedy goals. And I'm thankful for this time away from work. And then I'm making it about work. And then all of a sudden, you're at the end of it. You've, exp you've spent all this energy. You just. You cry. Waterworks. Am I the only person? Write in, listener. Am I okay? <laughs> Are you crying after your Peloton workout? I don't know. Just It, get, it gets me. Oh. You know, maybe because I'm so busy that when I've made space for a half an hour of just presence and endorphins and me time, maybe yeah. that's what it is. Mm. Yeah. Because you're an athlete. You. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever cried after a workout. I've peed myself <laughs> running before, but that's... That's different. That that's the masculine way. You're <laughs> yeah. not gonna cry. Come out of my eyes. I just piss myself. Right, exactly. <laughs> you you turn it into like a yeah. I never stop running. <laughs> I never stop. No running. breaks. <laughs> I shit myself running. <laughs> I bleed running. I would yeah. never cry. Yeah. Well, I'm crying. And and thank you, it's honestly, Cody Rigsby. If you're listening to this. Please come do the podcast. I'm fucking obsessed with you. I can punch up your material because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they do bits. I bet, yeah. They do bits on the bike. Oh my god, there's nothing worse than like comedy bits in a non-comedy context that just kill. Be like a TED talk, little jokey aside, because the like, bar is so low. Yeah, the bar is so low. Everybody's delusional because they're tired. <laughs> <laughs> they're like that's hilarious. Maybe that's what we ought to do. We ought to do shows and put people on pelotons, and they will laugh so hard. So <laughs> just wear them down until yeah. the threshold is lowered. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I used to do the uh, insanity workout. What's that? Do you remember like P90X? Yes, yeah. yes. It was like a uh, similar to that. This huge dude is just like, let's go. <laughs> and my parents bought it as like, a, we're adults and we're going to get back in shape. And then they were like, it's too hard. We can't do it. And we just had these DVDs laying around our house. Insanity. And then it's called Insanity. And there's this font that's like, we'll kill you. Like, it's really intense. 
And then in eighth grade, I just picked it up and I was like, let me try this. And I got like really into it for like two months. Like I was like sitting in like a like a wall seat thing with like weights on my legs. Just oh like, my God. Wow. I was like really into it. I don't like this. The straight male equivalent of like the Peloton instructor yelling yeah. at you. I like the, the I don't really listen to the straight women. Mm-hmm. There is this older woman who does the senior citizen Peloton ones. Oh, that's nice. That I didn't realize <laughs> was senior citizen. And I loved her. And I was like, this is a great workout. And then I finished it and it, I went to her Instagram and it says senior Peloton yeah. instructor. She's like, if you've got arthritis, sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked her because she was super like, like, I don't know how to describe different doms and subs and stuff like that because I'm really not a connoisseur of this world. Mm. But if she was a dom, she was like, it was like a psychological thriller of a dom. Like she's, she's okay. like, she's like in your head somehow. <laughs> I don't know. It was very, I, I really, it was very mommy for me. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, but it was kind of insulting to learn that it, she, she was the senior. And, <laughs> so and it was just like the perfect level of workout for me. <laughs> um, should we get into it? Let's do it. Gay yeah. sex. Oh, intros. I'm Ashley Gavin, cis gay white woman. She, her pronouns. Um, uh, yeah, major expansion of content right now. The special, the studio, weekly YouTube content on top of this. More Patreon content. We've got three episodes with Maddie coming out on the Patreon. Um, so yeah, patreon.com slash WHGS. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it with that. And the tour dates, obviously. And then, oh wait, hold on. Okay, I think I got it. And then, as always, to keep me from getting canceled... We have our virgin hall monitor keeping me out of the principal's <laughs> office <laughs> so you can step into my office. <laughs> Maddie Wiener. Hello, I'm Maddie Wiener. She, they, gender uh, uh, under construction. We'll report back later. And I'm uh, bisexual, but I'm still a gay virgin and I'm in comedy. <laughs> All right, and what's your excuse? Because every week we have an excuse as to yeah, why you didn't why... have gay sex this week. Oh, I'm still on the rose toy excuse, which is what I used last week, but it's really what? good. What? Oh, the rose toy. I recharged it. <laughs> Do you, is this a vibrator? It's a. It's like a. It's a, a sucker. It's a nice. sucker. Yeah. All right. Well, you keep up with that. Okay. Thanks. I'll talk more about it in my story. Okay. <laughs> and Nico, do you mind introducing yourself so people know the things that they want to know about you? At home, absolutely. Uh, I'm Nico Carney. I'm a trans man. I'm white. Uh, he, him pronouns queer. Um, do you want me to plug stuff too, or just yeah, yeah, plug yeah. all your stuff. Um, you can. Uh, I have a monthly show at Club Coming. If you're in New York, it's the last Friday of the month uh, in the East Village, and I'm doing a half hour at Union Hall in, on October 26th. If this comes out before then, so oh, that's great. Oh, it will come go. out. It will come out before Sweet. that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, should be fun. Um, are you are you taping it for something specific for the submissions or whatever? Or? Not for anything in particular, but just, just run to like to run hour. it and to have it because I'm gonna try to do some like potentially some college touring, so I'm trying to do some longer sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that going. That's so, great. Yeah, I remember. Anyway, whatever. All right. Um, what do I want to talk about this week? I have such a backlog of stuff. There's the glamping story. I could talk about the glamping story. I'm not super in the mood to talk about the glamping story. Um, what was the other one that I wanted to mention? I, I did. There was this. Do you want romance or do you want like drama? Oh, I think drama. Okay. 
No one ever. Who wants romance? No, want who wants me to be happy on this podcast? <laughs> not who even wa- you. Not even me. <laughs> who wants me to be having a good time and feeling stable with a person that I feel very comfortable with? No, we got to go for drama. So there's this. It's weird because we've had so many. We've had a really, to be perfectly honest, it's been a very up and down transition um, the past few weeks. So it's it's some stories have been on hold for a while. So this happened a while ago. So I'm gonna do my best. But I'll give you the backstory because you weren't here for this. Okay. But I met this 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 woman who I liked very much. She's a finance. She works in finance. She is my classic type, which I describe as feminine blazer. I love nice. like a professional, a very professional femme who feels like, you know, she's going to talk down to me in a boardroom or something. <laughs> Like I'm gonna, I'm I'm about to get a HR violation <laughs> from the from the toppy toppy femme. I get that. Yeah, toppy in life. Yeah, life top, sort of switchy in the in the bedroom. Yeah, that's kind of what I go for. Mm. Are you well? Is are do you switch in the bedroom or are you when I'm very when way? I'm very comfortable? Mm. Like if, if I'm in a relationship. Yeah, totally. yeah. I I find it's just much more fun that way. But like first time one night stand or whatever i'm i'm much toppier yeah um but i i met her and i went on this great date with her she's very my type i'm very physically attracted to her i'm attracted to her brain the energy is good i like that she has this job that she like you know want she seems like ready for marriage and just all this stuff and i was like great perfect oh my god i can't believe that i met a person like this and mm. then in the middle of the date she tells me She's in an open relationship with her boyfriend. Ooh. Wah, wah. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like, I, I, for me, on a vulnerable note, I used to be kind of a, a fucked up person. Mm-hmm. I was in a lot of bad relationships. And so much of my life the past few years has been a, really dedicating myself to feeling better. And then consequently, my career started going better. And so I, I put a lot of work into making my life what I want it to be. But it kind of sucks because now I'm a little bit older with an already small dating pool. It's really just hard to mm. meet people yeah. that are in the same place as life as me. And I'm way more attuned to red flags. So it's like hard to yeah. start dating someone and then want to give them a chance when I'm like, I don't, my life is so great. I don't need someone coming in and wrecking it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm so protective of my security now. Yeah. I feel like when you're first dating, I mean, I first couple people I dated were like kind of closeted. And like when you're young, you're like, oh, that's okay. Anybody, (laughs) anybody who's looking at me, that's great. And like, no, uh, of course, if you're closet, that's not a problem at all. Like everybody goes at their own pace. But I feel like now I'm older and I'm so out that I'm like, I don't think I'm that's not emotionally where I'm at. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that's the right person for me at this point. Aren't you like 24? Yeah. I dated someone for three years in the closet like two minutes ago. So I'm so impressed. Like I can't, I just was, I'd made so many bad choices. It's hard though, because like you want, like especially as a queer person, like you're so excited when it finally happens that you're like, literally anything, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. I'll change my name. I don't care. I also think there's that literal part of it, but there's also like the emotional, the scarcity part of it. Totally. Where you grow up thinking you're never going to meet someone else gay, Mm -hmm. even though they're all around you. You just have no fucking idea because everyone's in the closet. You know what I mean? Me. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like you're just, you have this scarcity mindset. So she says that and then I'm in this weird place because I'm like, 
I like to have fun. I'll have fun with someone. Yeah. But it's very difficult for me to have fun with someone who I'm like emotionally interested in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 No, so, the second I'm like, I like you, I can't. I, it's we, we should we need to date. Exactly. Or mm -hmm. I need to never see you again. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> I like you, so you're going to have to move out of this. <laughs> I like you, so I've, I've created an evacuation plan for this situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to need you to put on this life vest and slide out of my apartment immediately. But yeah, I really liked her. And I was like, whatever, maybe, maybe I can try to have some fun. So I decide to see her again. We mess around. It's a good time. But I'm still like 50-50 about what this is going to be. And she's dropping all these hints at me. <sighs> I think it's been long enough that I can talk about this truthfully. So she told me she was in an open relationship. But that she was seeing women. But when we had sex, I could sense that she was a little nervous. So I just openly asked. I was like, when if you don't mind telling me, and it's frankly none of my business, but I, I just want to know kind of if you're okay, like, has it been a minute since you've been with a woman? And, and she, I don't know if she was tipsy and didn't realize that she was what she had said to me, mm -hmm. but basically I think she was kind of telling me a white lie about the, which, you know what, honestly, taking myself out of it, it's nobody's fucking business what your experience level is. Mm. I think it's always better to have open communication and be with someone that you trust. Mm -hmm. But like, I know on your side as a gay virgin, it might be intimidating to tell someone that yeah. you're a gay virgin. Yeah. Well, and um, in my head, I go like, oh, they're going to think that I'm like a straight girl who just wants to experiment. You know what I mean? Like, it's like Maddie, no one is thinking that. About you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no one thinks that you're a straight girl who wants to experiment. No, they're like, what have you been waiting for? <laughs> They're like, are you sure this you have it? You just not remember. This is a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> no one thinks that about you. So I want to be clear. I personally don't care. Like if someone, what someone's experience level is, I think it's really fun at all experience levels, mm. but it's up to everybody. Everyone's personal preference is their personal preference. Maybe yeah. they, maybe there are people out there who don't want to get in an emotional entanglement with someone who isn't fully out, whatever it is, but everything is case by case, totally. I think. Am I walking this cancel line yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. what's even the cancel? Well, yeah, basically, I, I was bad. like, she told me this white lie about her experience, and when I saw that she was nervous, and I, and I, you know, very tried empathetically, kindly to be like, hey, you, you know, you seem a little nervous, like, has it been a minute? And she was like, yeah, I, I, I haven't been with a woman since I've been dating my boyfriend, which was mm. meant several years, mm. several years. So I clocked that white lie. And to me, I was like, I, the way that I think about it, I was like, she was just telling me, she just didn't want me to not, to, to end things with, she's nervous. Yeah. She's nervous about telling me that she's poly. She's nervous about the experience level. And I don't want to make her uncomfortable. So of course I'm not going to like, I'm just going to try and make her as comfortable as possible. Yeah. And we had a nice time. Um, <laughs> two days later, I get this call from her in, or text from her in the middle of the night. She's like, I'm going on tour. And I think she just wants to see me before I go on tour. But it's very urgent. She's like, hey, can I see you? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm back in a couple days. She's like, no, can I see you tomorrow morning before you leave? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. She's, my, she's like, I'm pregnant and I told my boyfriend it was you. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's exactly what I'm thinking. 
You, do you have a moment where you're like, is she pregnant? And you're like, wait, no, can't know. <laughs> no, because, because I'm not having a, a gender identity crisis, Maddie. So I <laughs> never had that thought, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I'm very confident she's not. Actually, she, she texts me and I'm like, she's definitely not pregnant. That was the first thought I had. Um, so she she comes over. Um, she's shaking. Oof. And I'm like, something is really wrong. And she sits down and she tells me that her boyfriend proposed to her the, n- the night after we hooked up. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. She had also told me that she was not ready for marriage with this person. And she said yes in front of all these people. Oh, oh my public. God. Shit. Semi-public, I think. Oof. Family, friends. Yeah. And then behind the scenes, she was like, I, I can't do this. And then I'm the first person. <gasps> I'm the first person that she saw. I mean, that's how you know you're good at eating pussy. She was <laughs> like, <laughs> she came, this is the she came back to him with the glow. And he was like, I got to lock it in right now. She's ready. Honestly, that's what I'm thinking. So I don't want to undermine. Not that I'm like so good in bed. That's not what I'm saying. I'm I'm like seems like it. That, that's the through line I'm getting. But. <laughs> no, what I'm thinking is I don't want to undermine all the things she said to me, but because there was a white lie in there, I'm now questioning the whole totally. thing here of what the nature of this is with her boyfriend. Mm. So, uh, maybe fiance. So I'm I'm thinking like, did she tell? Was this truly an open relationship? Did because it didn't mm. if you're a poly person listening, you're probably like red flag, red flag. Red, I understand that there's like a lot of poly red flags like coming up. A lot of people have written into me the last time I talked about this. So I hear you if you're saying that. So I'm clocking this, too. But I also like I understand a sexuality crisis when I see one. So I'm thinking about it that way. I'm like, oh, my God, this 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 girl is like going through it. Yeah. So I'm I'm very empathetic to what she's going through. But then she gets here and I was like, I, I just fully turned straight for a minute. I was like, girl, we got to go to brunch. So <laughs> we went to brunch. We did not have sex. We, I don't even think we like kissed. We just went to brunch and I, we talked about like what she wanted. And I was like trying to like not influence her decision. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I just. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So I it's a, it's just a wild, chaotic situation. Were they going to be an open marriage? I don't know. She didn't have a lot of answers about that, which is another poly red flag that the yeah. like yeah. 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 So I don't know. Uh... My favorite part of that was when you said, I know a sexuality crisis when I see one. <laughs> <laughs> like a gay Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I mean, I don't you think- You have that thing where he's like got the numbers floating in front of him, but it's like pussies <laughs> and like Tinder bios. <laughs> Her big three come across like- <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, what did what did he know? What was he told? Was it a vibe that yeah. he was like, something's happening, she's pulling away, I'm going to lock this uh, down? Yeah. Or was it, I know we were in an open relationship, I wasn't actually pursuing it. Because the nature that I understood of their open relationship is that he didn't see other people. This was purely for her and oh. her bisexual Ooh. bisexuality. That's always an interesting dynamic to me. It and I, is. And I know a lot of people, I know nothing about it, so I really can't speak anyway on it but it always feels like it's got to be a, t- a tough line to walk when totally. it's only one party yeah. is really exploring yeah totally it. and it's one thing if you're totally okay with that dynamic but i feel like 
again, I, I don't know. But it takes it the right like relationship. Poly- yeah. I yeah, never. Well, it takes, it, there's sometimes people who reluctantly will go poly to please the other person. And it's like, that's not. And a you good, never know yeah. because you're, I'm only seeing it from the one side. Yeah. I, I'm never talking to the dudes with the bi girlfriends. I'm talking to the bi girlfriends. Yeah. So I only see it from their perspective. You know what yeah. I mean? You're talking to the person getting the better end of the deal. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they're in a great mood slash are having a sexuality crisis. So I wasn't sure because she had opened up to me that it was just women and that it was an open relationship, but I was the first woman. So it's possible that that he did fully know what was going on, but as soon as it happened, he locks it down. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Listener, write in. That's tough. It's super tough, and I'm going to leave it there. There's more on this story, but I think we've talked about it enough. Wow. But that's crazy. It is a an absolutely bananas story. So I don't know. Should I hit it again or <laughs> I'm kidding. One I'm more time sh- on the wedding night just to <laughs> seal the deal. <laughs> yeah, but I, I really feel for her, like having being asked before you're ready. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's tough. And then do it publicly where you feel you have to say yes, that's yeah. brutal. Yeah, and, and from my perspective, she if she, she actively if she's telling me the truth. And I'm going to assume that she is. If she actively said to him, I'm not ready to get engaged. And then this guy does it. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't like the guy anymore. Yeah, that's fucked. Now, I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible because, like, I don't want to get involved in a very complicated situation. But especially if it's like, oh, you slept with someone? Okay, let me clamp down. Like, that's a bad dynamic. Yeah. 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 So, but all, you know, benefit of the doubt, it could all just be a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) probably is. Could be. Yeah, 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 definitely. But that's my gay sex from this week. Listener, don't forget to support the Patreon. Patreon.com slash WHGS. That's how we pay Alex. He is a full-time employee of the podcast. We could not pay him on ads of loan. Me also. This is full-time work. So please consider going and donating. And in return for those donations, you get bonus episodes. You get comped tickets when I'm in your city um, you get extended, unfiltered, uncut episodes, um, weekly access to my Zoom stream of my show in New York, and lots of other stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, don't miss me when I'm in your city. I'm touring 25 cities this year, and the best way to hear about it is via one text or email a year from me ashleygavin.com you can go sign up and it enters you to win free tickets or even dinner with me anywhere in the u.s as long as you are over 18 and in the continental u.s um i have an international mailing list too for when i start touring canada and europe and australia and stuff like that ashleygavin.com listener spring has sprung love is in the air and that means you need your helix mattress you don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again help your boo thang get a good night's sleep on a helix mattress go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex take the two minute mattress quiz and you'll find out which mattress is best for you and it's no stress you get a hundred nights to try it And there's a 10 to 15 year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Nico, did you have gay sex this week? I did have gay sex this week, but I'm going to tell a story about uh, getting hit on after a show. Oh, wonderful. From like a while ago. I love it. I'm going to live vicariously through you. (laughs) So this was in Savannah, in Savannah, Georgia, at this bar. And so there weren't a lot of young people and there weren't a lot of queer people in the like comedy scene there. But there was this one uh, person who was like a masked lesbian uh, who I like met kind of like saw like a couple times. And every time I would see them there, I'd be excited because I was like, oh, another one. That's great. You know, (laughs) like a friend. That's awesome. So I became like kind of cordial with this person. do they go by they, them? I don't know, because I haven't seen them in a long time. We don't really know each other, but i that's the vibe I got, was that probably she, they situation would okay. be. So I'm just going to use they just for to cover my bases, I guess. Um, they might be listening to the podcast They could right be, now. yeah. So this is, um, can we pick a different name for them? This oh, yes, is... we love fake names. We haven't done this yet with you. Okay, so the mask, let's, let's, call, let's call them, you know what the non-binary name I've been using in all oh my Oh my gosh, sex? I was hoping you would say this. Can we call them kiosk? Kiosk, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's the non-binary name I've okay. been using in my sets. So <laughs> I do believe it is a great non-binary name. It's pretty name. good. Yeah, that yeah. is good. Kiosks are kind of being phased out of society. There True. aren't a lot of kiosks anymore because there's not a lot of malls So let's anymore. pick up the name and carry yeah, the torch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good, and it's it feels gender neutral, kiosk. It, yeah, definitely. Okay, so kiosk. All right, so... I would, <laughs> I would run into, this is about to get interesting. <laughs> I would run into kiosk and I would always like be interested, like, you know, it would be nice to like see them or whatever. It was like my only like sort of acquaintance in this scene. So in this like small comedy scene in Savannah. So you're just getting started in comedy. Yeah. And just to paint a picture, it's, it's tough to, you know, you're new. You don't know anybody. Yeah. You walk into this. Everybody's there. You can tell who has been doing it a while and who's cool. Definitely. And who's comfortable. And- it's an open mic in a bar that also has like pool tables right next to the stage. So sometimes you can't hear what people are saying. Oh, it's like brutal. it's a great place to be. And so anyway, so I walk in, I see this uh, kiosk sitting with a woman um, and I go up and I start talking to them and it's kiosk girlfriend. Okay. Who is also named Kiosk. (laughs) In classic lesbian fashion, they're both named Kiosk. (laughs) So Kiosk 1, Mask Kiosk and Femme Kiosk, we'll call them. (laughs) We've got got a, a sunglass hut. Or like a maybe like a pack sun <laughs> kiosk, little pack sun, and then we've got yeah. a Claire's, yeah, got a Claire's yeah. kiosk, oh exactly. So then I start talking to Femme Claire's kiosk, and we find out that she uh, went to the same college as my sister, and they were in the same sorority, a couple years apart. So they like knew each other. So I like so then I start like having a conversation with this girl. Like we have a lot of mutual people we know from Georgia that just know each other. Whatever. I go up, I do my set, I come back, and Femme kiosk is like. That was really funny. Can I buy you a drink? Oh, no. Oh, no. Mask kiosk is sitting there still. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh, (gasps) this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I was like, oh, this is friendly still. Like, whatever. Like, your partner's right here. That's yeah. I was like, oh, sure. Like, thanks. Like, she was also going to get one herself. Can I buy you a drink? Yeah. No, I think that's a major. If if I saw there are a couple, they're together together. Yeah. Yeah. Girlfriends. Yeah. Partners. Yeah. Polly. 
Unknown. So this was like long Even enough. if it's Polly, I would be very... Like I would not. I'd be like, it was I not would a, buy myself a drink. Thank you very much. It wasn't the type of situation where I was like, oh, they want me to like be a third or anything like that. It was also a couple years ago. So I don't even think like Polly was even something I was like aware mm. of at that point. So I probably wasn't thinking that way. But I don't that wasn't the vibe I was getting. But then she was like, I'm getting a drink. Can I buy you one? And I was like, oh, sh- like, sure. Let's thank you. And then so she came back. Then mask kiosk goes to the bathroom and there's like people are on stage. And then I feel something <gasps> on my foot. And she's playing footsie with me under the table while her partner is in the bathroom. Oh my god. And I was like, god. You're okay. I start to like like shit. I'm like, okay, I gotta like move my <laughs> legs. I'm like, I'm like, I can't, I'm not gonna touch you. And then I can fear feel her stare like so hard on me. Like she's like trying to flirtily like look at me. And I was like, I'm just like not gonna look at you. I'm just gonna like <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do because like this is my only friend in this scene, kind of, is this other kiosk, and like now kiosk's girlfriend <laughs> is like trying to hit on me. I was like, this is a fucking nightmare. So anyway, <laughs> so I try to like just like play it off and not like look at her or anything, and then like the you're night trying, she... you're trying to play it off by not looking at her. Yeah, I was like, I'm I just can't like... think of anything more like uncomfortable than being like, I'm not. Yeah, I, do you, do you, 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 I have a. Um, I... <laughs> yeah, know, like... I was just like, thankfully there was more like open mic going on, so I'm like, I'm just gonna watch these people and pretend First like I'm paying that's attention. Ever been said. Literally, thankfully, there was more open mic to be had. <laughs> And there were more jokes to be told about bad wives. That's a is, that is that guy saying the N-word? I'm so yeah, glad literally. that I am at this open mic right I gotta now. focus. You know, you gotta learn from the craft by watching. So, like, you know. So, <laughs> so anyways, I'm trying to focus on this. Other mass kiss comes back. This girl tries to buy me another drink. And I was like, I'm, thank you. I have to drive home. Like, thanks. I'm going to go home. And so then I go home. Because she knows my sister, she finds me on Instagram. No! Yeah. She finds me on Instagram. She like DMs me off of like a Instagram highlight that I had up or something to like and like oh I God. at this point I had like not I like I was I on a bit of a she's dry like, spell. Finding a reason. Also, she goes to the highlight and replies to the yeah, highlight. Yeah, because I didn't have an active story just, up, so there was nothing to just, add. Just, like, just so DM funny. you. Yeah. Just DM you. That's yeah. like at this point, if you're literally flirting with the person as the uh, your significant other is in the just dm you've already made the inappropriate move yeah like, it just seems <laughs> it was I, I love your trip to italy this yeah. is so cute <laughs> it's not organic literally like, what you, what from 121 weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> so she finds me she dms me off of a instagram highlight and like says like this is whatever it was and i was like thanks and then that just uh, goes to i will also say that just this person this she's like femme yeah it just goes to show how how reluctant femmes are at times to just slide in and be like hey i think you're cute that's that you will go to a highlight yeah (laughs) anyway sorry i'm really focused on roundabout and so she so anyway she dms me off that and then i was like oh thanks and then like the next day she dms me and says kiosk and i broke up and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I'm so like, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, whatever. And then. Gee, I wonder why. Literally. And then she starts being like. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why you guys broke up. So, yeah. Oh my and then God. she started being like, but I'm like kind of glad I'm uh, free now. Like, are you seeing anybody? And I was like, this is fucking crazy. And I just kind of like trying to be friendly. was like, oh, no, I'm not. But like, whatever. And then I was like, but I'm like. We like she also like didn't live in Savannah. She lived in Atlanta, I think. So she like was gone. So I was like, but you live four hours away. So like it doesn't even matter. And then the next day she DMs me, good morning, heart. And I was like, nope, I'm actually. <laughs> and I never like I think I unfollowed her and everything. I'm like, I can't do this. 
Can you put her name into my phone? I don't even remember her last name, but I'll find it. Yeah, please do. My God. Isn't that crazy? I bet you they got back together. I don't know. Well, it's funny because I, I was thinking about what I was going to tell on the podcast and I was like, oh, I'll do this story. And then on the way here, I was on Instagram on the train and Mass Kiosk's Instagram came up and there was somebody else now. So damn good. More power Ma- to Mass you know Kiosk. What? Mass Kiosk, if you are listening right now, you deserve someone better. And yeah. I, I really hope that this Mass Kiosk is- was really cool. So I hope I hope <laughs> that they found love. <laughs> It was crazy. Oh my god! That's yeah, wild. that's so. I, it makes me super anxious because I dated a a person um, a long time ago. She she would flirt with other people in front of me, and it hurt my feelings so yeah. much. That's awful. Yeah, it, it really sucked. So I feel for mask kiosk. Yeah, and, and I I yeah. Oh man, that's tough. My sister told me she was crazy in her sorority too. So. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. How bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she seems very, good morning heart. After, yeah. Like, that's wild. <laughs> the yeah. Way, after... The way your eyes opened on that, <laughs> good morning heart. It, it is, it's a lot. It crazy. is a lot. Yeah. I never advocate for falsely playing it cool, but like, that that needs, you need to have some self-awareness about the flow of conversation. Because like, yeah. I'm assuming room, you yeah. didn't respond no, her. I think we had a couple messages back and forth total that were oh, just right. very much were... me being like, oh, like, sorry to hear that. Like, yes, and then her yes. being like, are you free single? Room. And I was like, Read the yeah, room. you live in Atlanta, right? Like trying to be like, go away. <laughs> and uh, and then good morning. And I was like, I'm not responding to any more of these anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's a great story. Thanks. <laughs> and in your, the, you recently, you started stand-up before you came out as trans, right? Yes. I'm always curious about, because like River Butcher, if you guys don't know River Butcher, trans comedian, mm-hmm. super, super funny, has a Comedy Central set out. Some of the best material that I think he's, it's he, right? Yep. Yeah, that he's ever done. I don't know why I checked in with you as if you're the authority on all trans comedians. Yeah, I got a list on my phone. All of their pronouns. (laughs) They got to check him in with me before they change their pronouns publicly. (laughs) You Um, have an approved stamp in your pocket. (laughs) Um, But some of the best, I think his best material ever. And I'm curious, like, in going through... Because the number one thing I think about life events with comedy is do they destroy your material? Did you feel challenged by that? Like going back to your older material and like stuff like that? Well, it kind of worked out that I... So like right when I moved up here and started doing stand-up in New York in like April, I was kind of... I think I was using they, them pronouns at the time. Got it. The classic pipeline. (laughs) And I was kind of doing some old bits about like being a lesbian but had quickly kind of faded those out because I was like that doesn't really feel good to t- say those jokes on stage anymore so I kind of just abandoned it just, yeah and thankfully I was like early enough that it was like I wasn't losing material right, I felt. Right. like now if something not I can't imagine anything would change that I would lose all my trans material <laughs> but like that would be like a bigger blow now I feel yeah. but um do you and I'm also curious if you feel oh, sorry I cut you off no I was just gonna say that I so to answer your question, no, not like it didn't really feel like too much of a blow, but it was something I was co- like cognizant of. And at the time I was like, oh, fuck, all five minutes of my jokes are gone. <laughs> but now it's not that big of a deal. I And I think, do you feel like, do you prefer, I love performing in front of straight people and straight men because I honestly, of all people, I think the number one person who relates to me is like a straight dude 
who wants to be who like cares a straight <laughs> dude who cares yeah yeah is the most like like me yeah and, and and it's crazy because men will come up to me after shows and say things like you're just like I love you so much because you're like a you're like you're not a lesbian comedian, but you're a lesbian. You know what I mean? And it's like so incredibly insulting. Yeah. But also weirdly validating at the same time. And I'm curious, like, how does it feel to be performing in front of guys? You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. you perform so much in, in front of queer crowds. But to me, it, the reason I'm asking is it feels like you're sort of like me in that that's the energy that I think is going to best consume some of your work. Yeah, it really depends. I mean, like, I'm amazed at how many straight men have come up to me and being like, I loved your set. And I'm like, I never thought that you would be my target demographic in any way. Like, I didn't think that they would relate. And some material I feel like is a little bit more niche to queer experience and they, it kind of goes over their head. But like a lot of the stuff I talk about, because a lot of what I like to talk about is just how dumb like labels and gender is and I mean that's something that they experience and like I think I subvert expectations a lot because I come out there and I look like a fucking Pixar character and then I'm talking <laughs> about like like I don't know then I, I speak to like being a man right now I guess in a way that is like I can talk about it because I'm queer and I'm trans and so it's like coming right. out of a safe voice you're, to be voicing exactly, these things you're, you're voicing that's thing fascinating that they're yeah. all feeling right but straight men really are not allowed to talk about right because if they talk about it it's like victimy and whatever so right. you have this unique perspective where you you kind of have been the victim of some horrible things in comedy right but also now you can speak to this other side of it yeah yeah and i like i mean i'm very i'm more and more interested in like masculinity and men than i like ever thought i would be but especially but now that i like identify with them more i don't know it's interesting like things i never thought i would i'd be like like fucking shut up boohoo but now i i get it and i'm like oh you guys do have some like there's just such a lack of um blueprint for what it like to be a man right now and they're like so searching for some sort of guidance and like everything says like you're a fucking asshole and even when you like want to ask for help you just like and everybody's like you you're a fucking give, asshole when you, know? you give them permission they know it's safe right yeah and so it, i do like that my obviously mostly it's just like stupid jokes but it's like i i hope that it can be like hey you can be on this with me and like you can laugh and like you can be here too yeah so like, i do i do like it is funny to i'll see some like frat dudes so i'm like they may maybe this could go either way but more often than not they do dig what i have to say which is yeah fun. yeah you're the type of person that can say to those men like you're you're fine like yeah you can feel comfortable talking about this stuff too and yeah. i love that about your comedy thank you i really appreciate that yeah yeah because it's I very accessible and educational thank you i um I that's one thing I think about sometimes is I think that like when I was early like now I think I get read pretty much as a man for the most part especially once I, st I immediately start talking about it but early on I was like I could tell sometimes straight audiences are like wait time out like this is not matching up which is fucked you should just listen to what people say and take it for their word for it but um it was hard to navigate I'm like okay how do you see me like what am I coming across as I have less of an issue with that now but it's more so like okay do you want me to be like this happy-go-lucky guy or do you like can I be a little bit darker or is that gonna be like I don't know sometimes I get in my head about that like the way that they perceive me as mm. like I'm supposed to fit this one thing and I'll only be palatable this one way that's not true as you, know? as you grow and and get yeah. better and everything you'll you'll have more freedom but I also do think that now that you've mentioned your all-american boy face you should go back to the we should go back to the TikToking conversation because <laughs> clearly it's working for you listener this is a good one to YouTube why why am I why am I objectifying you? It's all right. I'm, I'm really deeply <laughs> sexualizing Nico. 
but it's more of an admiration. Yeah, I, I, you're propping <laughs> me up. You're not making me feel bad about good, myself. Good, Because yeah. I think you would do so. I Dude, I, you could do like soccer trick shots on Instagram. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> I, have, I could do I, soccer trick shots with my shirt off. Yeah. Oh my god. I was about to <laughs> say. I, to go. I, yeah. I wasn't gonna say it because I was. Oh, you should take your shirt off at yeah. the end of every trick, so you can get people to watch till the end. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah. I I just I you know at my heart I'm like a camp counselor or like kind of a coachy kind of vibe. And whenever I see someone who's like not doing everything that they can for their comedy career, I re <laughs> and I feel like they have it. Including they have this, selling their soul, including <laughs> their body, not their soul. <laughs> no one's interested in Nico's soul. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i think you yeah. should but, but but let's go to can we go to maddie that yeah okay? let's do it maddie did you have gay sex this week i okay well if we want to if i want to be like real annoying about it yeah <laughs> no be real annoying about it i mean technically masturbation is sex with yourself so like it's a radical act of love and true, <laughs> true. and that's the most virgin thing you've ever said <laughs> radical act of love is the most virgin thing you've ever said and there are people at home yes maddie yes love yourself radical yeah. act of love yes well, the rose toy is radical <laughs> that's what honestly what i want to talk about i did not have gay sex this week but i am did you ever see that interview with emma watson where she was like i'm self-partnered <laughs> no. <laughs> they asked her if she was single and she said I'm self-partnered. I love I, Emma Watson. Me too. She is one of my celebrities. She was my first celebrity crush. Yeah. I, my uh, whole Instagram explore page is Emma Watson and Kristen Stewart. <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> because it's also the Twilight Harry Potter. Of course. You know. It's I'm less Kristen Stewart, I'm less Kristen Stewart, I'm more I'm like, how can I be do I want to be like Kristen Stewart? I feel more mm, like. Yeah. But Emma Watson, I fully am like please please let me just whatever you want whatever you need me to do <laughs> she's so pretty what yeah. about um julia louis dreyfus she's one of my celebrity crushes. i'm obsessed really? with but i'm obsessed with julia on like a talent level i'm physically well, obviously she's beautiful and i'm physically attracted to her but she's so funny she's like the best comedic actor of our time she is the, she uh, uh, I don't know why more people don't say this. She's I'm so, so glad that, I mean, I guess she's won like nine she's Emmys. So <laughs> she is, a, and for, Mark Twain. She's so respected. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I, also she is kind of underrated. She is weirdly, in especially younger people, I don't think they know because people dismiss Seinfeld. I've noticed like Gen Z super dismisses Seinfeld, mm. which is like. Which is so dumb. One of the greatest the comedy. incredible. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. And she's. She is her comedic timing, her delivery. She's physically very funny. Mm -hmm. She's an incredible actor. I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Gorgeous. If you're listening right now, and I don't think that you are. You never know. Maybe. And also, like, her dad's like a billionaire. Yeah. You're, you're that Wait, talented. really? From yeah. what? I don't know. Probably something really horrible. But <laughs> the fact that... Nobody's a billionaire from good stuff. She's, yeah, she's both extremely talented in her own right and her father being a billionaire has nothing to do with her level of success. Yeah. And also her dad is a billionaire. What is not to love about this woman? I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Talk about your sorry masturbating. Real. Yeah, sorry that we started doing a radical act of love on our jobs <laughs> to the thought of Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. No, okay, well that... Because the self-hearted thing, everyone was like making fun of it on the internet and I was like, genuinely, that's what... Okay, that's like what... It's not really a story, but the thing I want to talk about is that I was like, I don't think that's like a bad idea to be like having an era in your life where you're like i'm just trying to like get to know myself better and i like, totally agree and like literally be like almost dating yourself be like what do i like to do how do i like to spend my time like let me like 
learn more about myself you know what i mean i and totally like, agree with you yeah. right now i'm sort of in a moment like that too because i've been so busy and i'm trying to offload everything off my plate and you know get an assistant to help with that and mm. stuff like that and i'm realizing in my free time i don't know what i like to do anymore and it's sad it's sad like yeah. you should know what you want to do in yeah. your in your time and so that when you do get into a relationship with someone you're like i know what i like and because i'm very like have a tendency to just absorb to another person yes. and i'm like let me like if i know myself better i'll have like less of a tendency to do that and so i'm like going to the park i uh <laughs> that was my gay sex this week because i took a walk in the park um <laughs> i'm like a 68 year old widowed lesbian artist. you're like a period piece going for a nice stroll <laughs> thinking about ladies <laughs> yeah i mean i guess like 70 years ago that was peak lesbian sex yeah yeah going to the park by yourself and like thinking <laughs> longing just looking at other women from across the way dude i also th i started twirling my hair like, oh my god <laughs> just thinking so about nice. it <laughs> but it which park did you go to i went to prospect park nice Good Good anybody park. like you know if we just want to wander around and like you know corsets and long 1800s dresses that happen to bump into each other <laughs> just make really low prolonged eye contact and then be like i have to go yeah but um i, I also, must leave i stopped watching porn Oh, I don't know. If, do you watch porn? Not, but really not at all. Very little. But that's also because you have so much sex that you're like, well, I'll just no, stop it. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm, just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> listener, you know, you're not. You're not. I will say there are times when I am on a tear. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm in the pocket, but not always. <laughs> um, sometimes I'm in your pocket. <laughs> Currently, I am not on a tear at all. I didn't mean and to offend you by implying that you get too much pussy to <laughs> masturbate. Uh, <laughs> I just want the people. I have a real self conscious thing about feeling too egotistical on the on the pod. Oh, mm. I feel you. I just want everyone to know that I'm have whatever number of sexual partners you think is appropriate for me. That's how many I have. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you think is appropriate for me, I'm working towards that. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I but I think stopping watching porn made me realize like sexual preferences and like gender identity stuff better than I could have thought because it's like when you're not being fed images and you mm -hmm. have to like think about what you actually want. It's like I've learned more about myself just from that than from something like this is like I don't know if this is weird or like too TMI, no, it's, but no, it's no, like it's not. I love this type of stuff. OK, because mm -hmm. this is very I've not said this to anybody before. Oh my god, clickbait! But it, <laughs> Alex. Well, I don't know if it's like clickbait. creepily vulnerable. You no, know what no. I mean? But it's like, but I, <laughs> I stopped watching porn and I was like, oh, I like want a dick. Like all my fantasies, I have a dick. And I was like, okay, oh, you so want a dick on yourself? Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: I wish it was like, I wish it, I wish it was like retractable. There I wish, are strap-ons. Yeah, I think that's probably the move for me because <laughs> I'm like, if I could, ideally, I was like, I wish it could. I only in a sexual context. I will say yeah. for I some, I think I just discovered strap-ons. <laughs> <laughs> I will say for the listener, just so you know, fantasy does not always equate to what you actually want in real life. Because for me, yeah, the things that I fantasize about are often just like more of a sign of my neuroses. Yeah, like if I'm having a sexual fantasy, I'm like I should talk about that in therapy. Yeah, because yeah. that's not at all what i want so be careful listener what like don't let your that's a good point if you're having a fantasy 
try and really think about that outside of the sexual time and and don't judge yourself for what you're fantasizing about if it's I just want to mention that because I I have had a sex therapist talk about fantasy specifically. So it could go either way. And I think it's the the fact that you're organically that it sounds different to me. Well, I think it's more about the idea of like being a top. And I've only been in relationships with straight dudes, Mm -hmm. like straight cis dudes who like I was never there's no top. There's. The top right. bottom paradigm is locked in, you mm-hmm. know? Right. And like, I, <laughs> I was trying yeah. to do a bit about this one time, but with, <laughs> I don't think it, it's well, so I'll funny because straight people don't even realize that they're locked into a paradigm. So no. it's, it can yeah. be really, this specifically can be tops and bottoms. People are like, what are you, the only way yeah, that it's like, they, no, you were on top. What are you talking about? Right. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. Or they think about it in terms of gay men. So they're like, I didn't have my asshole pegged. So I was the top. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what I mean? But I've tried to like before, like during sex, be a little bit like, don't just be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Something that's like, oh, can you handle that? And then he's like, can you handle it? And I'm like, now we're fighting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is not, <laughs> you will not give up your spot, dude. <laughs> now we're like, can you, can you step in the ring with me, brother? Like, it's very much that energy. <laughs> All of a sudden, Put there's, on a the fold- gloves. Right, there's, there's like a folding chair for some reason. And now both of you are in leotards. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, but so I, I don't know. I'm not like a super, like I don't have a super high sex drive outside of like if I don't have a crush on somebody or if I'm not like into them emotionally. So like I think that that's really the the gist of what I wanted to say here. Was yeah, that, like, I think it's important that you can like if you just don't watch porn and like treat masturbation not just like as a utility, but it's like just like experiment the way that you would with a person. You can do that by yourself. Yeah. It sounds that, a little sad, but no, it's, it's good it's, though. No. Generally though, people are like, it's not it's sad at all to experiment with yourself. <laughs> okay. Uh, because but, that's something I never could have learned in a straight relationship. I don't right. Think. Totally. And it's, and it's nice to do it in a sort of safe space where it's like, I, I think I'd be nervous to even explore that with like a woman or another queer person right now. And it's like, just do it by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Just have a little practice run. If you've seen the rehearsal with Nathan Fielder, <laughs> it's basically that. Can I, can I give you homework? Sure. You should, you should get a strap and just wear it in the house. That sounds so fun. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just get comfortable in it. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I don't have one that you could borrow and I feel that <laughs> I, it might be a violation to actually do that. And also you do not have to take my sex homework ever. You never... I'll give out the sex homework, but you can like leave it okay. here. Do There's... they make do they make strap-ons where sorry, now I'm just literally asking a question. <laughs> do they make strap-ons where there's a vibrator on the wearer's side? They so do. That you can yeah. feel it? Yeah. Okay. That's dope. This is that's dope. And also Also, I just remembered that my dad listens to every podcast I'm on. <laughs> 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 my dad will message me like, I saw you were on a podcast, so He'll I'm message so you a link to like Babeland with a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> proud of you. Um, also, I will say, uh, uh, and again, with your, first of all, thank you for being vulnerable. Oh, thank I you. really enjoyed that. I yeah. didn't know if it was going to be uncomfortable. It was so really I'm good, right? It was great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the thanks. listeners love this. Okay. They cool. love it. Listener, write in, tell Maddie that you loved it and that you appreciate the vulnerability. And then also let Maddie know if you would be willing to bottom for them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you okay with that? Yeah, sure. Write in and tell Maddie what a good little bottom you are, Bottom Nation. <laughs> wow, this is getting... Get, <laughs> that might have been too much. <laughs> um, also, don't be offended if I don't respond because last time people you're were scared. You're really scared. nice. And then I was like, I just got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
think that's it. You want to do some, should we do some butt plugs? Let's do some butt plugs. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned this before, but you have a great monthly show at Club Coming that I've done. Yes. That I You've quite done. Yeah. It's yeah. so fun. It's such a good show. It's Thank really you. good. So that's every month. And yeah. they can find you where to get tickets to the show and, and keep up with you. You can find my Instagram at Nico Carney uh, and Twitter at Nico Carney. That I'm never on there. Uh, and then you can find uh, at Boys Club Comedy. I also have a podcast called Boys Club. That's right. And I'm going to do it at yes. some point. Both of you. We're going to have you on. And um, yeah. So if you've enjoyed me here, please check out Boys Club Comedy. If you've enjoyed him here. Yeah. Don't. Everyone's enjoyed you. <laughs> Literally, zoom, 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 zoom on Nico's face. The 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 analytics are going through the the roof right now on Nico's face. Zoom, zoom. We'll Huge. put a little thing in the in the YouTube clip that says just Nico's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm giving him work. You don't have to do any of this. Um, yeah, um, find me there. And you're on the 26th of October. You're at Union Hall doing yeah, your half hour. October 26th, half Aren't hour. Aren't I such an incredible host? Yeah, I'm impressed that you remembered all I that. I remembered all that? Yeah, thank you. I'm so good at what I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know my stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. AshleyGavin.com for tour dates. It's a crazy tour. So many. I cannot believe St. Louis. I went to Omaha, St. Louis this weekend. Charlotte, Philly, Milwaukee. What crazy. Um, And Maddie, what do you want to plug? At Maddie Two Wiener on Instagram. Maddie to 20K. We had Kate to 10K, but Maddie has some followers from their their uh, Comedy Central set. I, mean, I wouldn't mind to follow. Hell so yeah. I love it. Maddie really needs to build out this following because and Maddie is an industry darling. Oh, thank you. And we need to get the other side of it. We need to create draw for Maddie. So go follow Maddie. And I'm trying to go hopefully on a co-headlining tour with a buddy in the fall. So he, like, who is also yeah. extremely talented. If you want to stay tuned for that, that'll be like all updates about that are like on my Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Once again, fund this podcast. Fund my special. Let's get everyone who works on this uh, the money that they deserve and the recognition and the and let's make them feel valuable. Go follow people. Patreon.com slash WHGS and AshleyGavin.com for tour dates. Come see me live. That's a great way to support the show. And we're going to start doing a monthly digital version of my show, Sunday School, so you can watch comedy on there if you can't get to New York City. AshleyGavin.com for all that info. Yeah. And now the gay thought. We have a Discord if you're looking for a place to connect with other queer people from around the world. It's really fun. It's very supportive. A little chaotic um, in a good way. And I posted on there to get their gay thoughts. So what's, uh, <laughs> this one's really funny. I wish, uh, these are the gay thoughts from the discord. Wind chimes. Alex, make that sound better. Make it sound real. I wish being gay was still illegal. So I'd have a valid, valid excuse not to get out of bed right now. I wish I could call in gay, you know, like the way straight people call in sick. That's pretty funny. Oh, I'm gay today. I can't. Ah, oh, man, I, I, I ate pussy last night. Uh, you guys don't want to catch it. I'm not going to be able to come in. I'm very contagious at the moment with my, gay, with my gayness. I have pins all over my body and they're spreading. I actually really like that. I'm just going to stay on that gay thought. If being gay makes people so uncomfortable, sometimes, we should be able to use it, you know, use the negativity in a positive way. You should get on your PTO from work days that you can, I'm, I'm having, I'm taking a gay personal day, a gersonal day, a gaysonal day. I'm taking the day to be gay and you don't want me doing it in here. You don't want it in your face. If you don't want it in my face, give me some fucking vacation days so I can do it at home.
If it is an illness, it should be covered by my health insurance so I can go to the doctor so I can take the day off. You guys will be sick every day, you sick fucks. All right. Have a great, have a great week, guys.